Hi, Wendy. Uh, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for joining me today for coffee. How are things uh, in Wichita? Uh, it looks very pretty with your fall colors. Has it started to snow there yet or what? how are things going there? Good morning, Amy. I too have my coffee. So, um, we're, we're ready to roll this morning. Um, not snowing yet, but just starting to get into that cooler fall and colors starting to change. So a time of year that we really enjoy. Oh, that's so great. Well, I like your background. It looks so nice. Um, I'm so glad we could get together today because um, I'm really excited to share, to talk to you about authenticity and leadership because it's been something that I've been thinking so much about and talking so much about over the last several months. And so I'm really interested in getting your take uh, on authenticity and leadership. And we've been hearing a lot about this great resignation. And I'm wondering if it's happening in part to people just not feeling connected to their purpose or wanting to have to find more purpose in their work. So these are some of the things that I've been hearing, and I was curious what you've been hearing and what have been your experiences. So I'm, I'm just excited to be here with you today. Thank you. I am as well. I am as well. It's, um, it's interesting, and I've, I've, I think as everyone has been doing a lot of reading and trying to synthesize um, all the different perspectives around kind of what's happening and 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 how people are feeling and why they're feeling that way and everything from you know the economists to the psychologists and and pulling that all together and what does that really mean and, and what does that really feel like and I, I think we're all feeling it um, as employees I think we're feeling it as customers as we're going into places and we're noticing that there's just not as many people there that are providing services and, and those kinds of things so I think one of the interesting things for me and one of the key takeaways is kind of a single word and it's the word dislike. Mm -hmm. And I don't know many people who have ever left a job that they loved. And so when we start talking about the, the great resignation, I keep, I keep seeing this word that, you know, people are disliking the environment or they dislike having to drive to work anymore. They just, whatever it is they dislike. And that's the sort of the key for me. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I th when I think about people and people who love their job, they, they like their job, um, or they love their job, you know, but if they dislike their job, it's probably a couple of things. They don't like their boss or they don't really like their coworkers or they don't like the environment, um, or they don't feel valued. And I think one of the most important things about that value part of it. And one of the things that that leads people to not be happy and satisfied is they really don't connect to their meaning and their purpose um, in, in the workplace. And so that's a long day and a lot of hours without leaving as though you've done something that you find meaningful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, for me, the pandemic was hard because I wasn't able to get out and do the work that I love so much. Yes. So it was, you know, that was because I love what I do and I'm very fortunate in that. So I'm not somebody that's going to quit my job anytime soon and do something drastically different. But, but I hear you. I think you're absolutely right. Um, people don't tend to leave jobs that they love. Um, but how do we really know as leaders if we're leading authentically? What does it feel like uh, when we are or when we're not? 
Yes. Um, and I think that's always such a great question. And, and I think it's a very personal question for people and they, and they have to kind of stop and think about, um, you know, first off, where do I find happiness and joy? Where does my satisfaction come from? Um, yes. I think I, I, I was, I, I was working out this morning and when I finished, I finished with a couple of minutes of yoga and, you know, yoga is all about flow. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I hear this word flow a lot and sometimes I can connect to it and, and sometimes I, I don't always, but I really feel like when you're doing something that's authentic to you, you're in flow, right? It just feels right. There's nothing that's kind of nagging at the back of you. There's nothing that's holding you back. Um, you know, we're not, we're not going to have a hundred percent of our time that's that things go perfect and we right. don't feel a sense of anything you know not not oh I could have maybe done that better or that could be a little better mm-hmm. I feel like when the majority of what you do feels right to you um at head level and gut level but when it feels great to you at heart level mm-hmm. that's when it's authentic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me that that flow is when I'm working with clients, you know, when we're in a coaching session and, and we're able to get around some obstacles that they've had in their life, in their team, whatever, and seeing kind of the relief come over them or them getting better. That's for me, the, the, where I really feel connected to the work and, um, and I, so, yeah, and it just doesn't feel like work. I mean, it feels like just what I'm meant to do in my life. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, is it possible for us to change or, you know, at, in our lives or find ourselves in a place where we just don't really feel as connected to our purpose or, the why that we were connected to just doesn't really feel heart level anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, what, what are some things we can do about it? And how do you help leaders that might be finding themselves in this place of discomfort or just a nagging, like mm, something isn't really feeling connected on the heart level? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I think a lot of people, you know, the, the, the pandemic has changed who we are, mm-hmm. I think, on so many levels. Um, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Wren coined a phrase, and he, and he said that, you know, we're, as families, we're coming back to being a do-it-yourself household. And so a lot of things that we used to be able to outsource, we, we don't, we couldn't, and now we don't necessarily want to. And so I think that, that people, you know, when I'm talking to clients and I'm listening to, to small business owners right now, I hear a lot of people that are more protective of their time. Um, one of the things that, that I recently worked with a client on was being comfortable saying no. Yeah. And I, I think more and more people are protecting their work-life balance and they yeah. sort of had a moment to step back and say, oh, wait my whole life isn't about my job and my work, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay. If that's your meaning and your purpose, more power to you, but if it's not, then let's hit the reset button. And I think that's where a lot of people are right now is that used to be my priority or my preference, but it's not anymore. And so taking that, that step back and, and I think it's, it's kind of getting up on the balcony 
and looking down on the dance floor and saying, yeah. oh, you know, or, or looking at yourself through a different lens. I love Deborah Tan and she talks about the lenses of, you know, connection and, and status. And I think people are looking through different lenses and <laughs> looking for ways to connect to things, especially like you just said, we've spent a lot of time in isolation. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about being on the balcony. I mean, you know, I don't think Heifetz and Linsky had that in my pandemic in mind when they, when they coined that phrase, but I think uh, just evaluating your entire life and what, what really matters and who really matters. Mm -hmm. I find myself when I get, do get together with someone for happy hour or lunch, I really enjoy it because before it was all the time you know, and now it's more infrequent, but I just really enjoy being with that individual, mm -hmm. uh, maybe because it's, you know, been isolated, but also because just that I really know that we want to have that time together, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just not this normal frenzied work pace that I was at before. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So, so what are some questions that you ask clients or that we can ask ourselves to really make sure that we're maintaining that connection to our why or that could help us rediscover that why? Yes. So anybody who knows me knows that, that I sort of have a thing for Simon Sinek because I absolutely love his philosophy around finding your why. Yeah. And it's, you know, he, he started it around business and then it and took this shift into, yeah. into your personal life and you as a leader. I think that, that the one thing that I, I really encourage people when we talk about this, and, and, and this is the conversation that I've had in many different aspects of my life from social to professional, um, you know, all kinds of people are going through this, you know, what is the new normal um, look like and feel like. And so I think you have to figure out your own personal why. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I share with people around, around this is to, to think about the things that make you happy, the things that bring you joy. Yes. When you leave work or when you leave an organization, what do you do? Who do you do it with? What does that environment feel like when you leave and you have more energy than you started with? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, it's funny you should say that because um, I've been doing a lot of strategic planning with teams and usually you start with a vision statement, you know, where are we going to be in two years, five years, 10 years, whatever. And um, I've been starting with taking them through that why exercise um, from Simon Sinek's book and, you know, you know, two blanks. So that blank, you know, two, it, um, what is the purpose and what is the impact of that purpose? Yeah. And then taking everybody's why statements and then looking at themes and then looking at the organization and the team and why are we here and what's, why does our job exist and what is our purpose and really connecting that to the vision of the organization and, and kind of, or reconnecting that because people have felt very disconnected and um, so when we think about our, our journey in our career, it's going to span many years. Um, and how can we connect our personal why 
to the reason that we are leaders? And that's a great question. And I, so the, the, I blank, so that blank, um, yeah. that, that's, that's the, that's the key to the whole thing. So I'll share my personal one. Um, mine is I teach and consult and coach and facilitate so that those around me can be truly fulfilled. And, I love it. Right. And, and that, and that can take a lot of different avenues. You can be yeah. fulfilled professionally. You can be fulfilled as a mentor. You can be fulfilled as a parent, as a spouse, as a friend, as a, you fill in the blanks on your own. Yeah. I think that for, for people to find that connection, there are spaces that we put ourselves into that feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I think that connecting your personal and professional why first has to be, I really do understand my why it is an authentic why I can't tell anybody what it is at the drop of the hat. And then to find those spaces where you can do things in a work setting Mm -hmm. that allow you to fulfill that why. So finding, I call it finding your people. (laughs) It's, it's, it's your culture fit. And so it's who are those people that share your vision? Who are those people that are like-minded with you Mm -hmm. around the kind of workplace that you want? Yes. Right. And, and then where is an environment? I, I think that to be a truly authentic leader, your goal should be to empower those around you to lead. Mm-hmm. Right? So leadership, um, I get to work with the Kansas Leadership Center and I'm, I'm so fortunate. Um, and we, we, we have lots of activities that we do together and I get to use their material. And I love that. And Ed O'Malley's book um, has some fantastic things in it. And it comes out of the hypothetical and Linsky um, Mm -hmm. body of knowledge, and it just kind of simplifies it down. But when when we start to talk about finding your people and we start to talk about, um, you know, these these adaptive challenges and and we start to talk about managing self, some of the things that come from that are, what is your part of the mess? Yes. Right? Right. If you're, if you're not in the right environment and you're not with like-minded people and your goal truly is not to help those around you to be better, anybody can lead anywhere, anytime, right? Leadership is not a position. It's an activity. Mm -hmm. And so if you really believe that you can do that in any environment. So find the right environment, Mm -hmm. find the things that you can connect to, to where getting those around you to their fulfilled space or yeah. reaching their potential. If that feels good to you, that's the space you need to be in. Right. Where you can be authentically yourself in your own leadership and it doesn't have to match uh, a certain style, uh, the style of your boss, but you can just be valued for who you are. And um and it just feels connected. So I feel that way with you, Wendy, and I'm just so glad that you're now part of our Human Point team and available to help our clients um, connect back to their whys and purpose and achieve their highest potential. So thank you so much for meeting with me today. Uh, It was great sharing this time with you and I'm glad we can meet for coffee. Cheers and happy fall. I hope we can get together before too long and thanks so much. Take care, Amy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.